0: Welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. It's the podcast with you in mind. My name is Tony Roig, and if we haven't met before, I am a senior pro pickleball player as well as a master teaching professional. And together with my partner, CJ Johnson, we are knowledge transfers. Our role in this world, in terms of pickleball anyway, is to try and help pickleball players like you gain the most they can out of their relationship with pickleball. In today's podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you our Foss approach, F O S S. It sounds like flossing, but without the L. Foss approach. You'll understand what the acronym stands for in a minute. I'm going to be going behind the scenes on that for you and explaining to you how you can apply that to your game to get the most out, gain the most out of it. And in the riff, I'm going to vent a little bit uh, as a coach from my vantage point as a as a trainer, as a pickleball coach, uh, and uh, share with you some some frustrations that I've experienced. Um, as a, a, a player and a person who wants other players to do the best they can in their game. So that'll be in the Rift today. Before we jump into it, I want to invite you to join us for our September mini series. If you're listening to this right when it releases, that'll be on a Friday. The mini series starts on Saturday the next day. It's free, but you need a ticket. Uh, make sure you join us for this mini series. I think you're going to find it super informative. Uh, it's going to help you um, understand why. Perhaps you're not winning as many games as you could, and the fixes in there are very achievable, and it's a great first step if you're serious about improving your pickleball, uh, j- uh, pickleball game. And you'll also learn more about the FOSS approach because we're going to go that in, into that in more detail. So I'll put a link down in the show notes. Uh, if you also go to betterpickleball.com, at the very top it'll say uh, get your free ticket, so make sure you get that and join us for our September mini series. The word of the week this week, uh, and I know I haven't done one in the last couple of weeks, uh, that is my mistake, but we're going to correct that this week. The word of the week this week is puzzle, and specifically applying that concept to pickleball because that is what makes pickleball uh, so uh, alluring, it keeps us coming back again and again and again, no matter how long you've been playing. I don't care if you've been playing you know, three months or 30 years. You're still going to come back to pickleball as long as you continue to be curious as long as you continue to want to learn something new and grow. You you'll never exhaust pickleball, and you know it's it's like a puzzle that just you just keep on building on building on building on and seeing more and more of this beautiful beautiful game uh, called pickleball. And so if you think about it as a puzzle, that'll it'll it, the Foss approach is a way to navigate that puzzle to put those pieces together, uh, and that's what we're going to talk about today. So today's word of the week: puzzle, and that's how we're approaching pickleball is as a pickleball as a puzzle, right? That we're trying to solve. All right. So let's talk about the usual approach first. Let's lay the foundation for why the FOSS approach is so helpful and why it's something that you you should uh, add to your thinking about pickleball and to your uh, approach to this game. And there is a definite mental component to this as we're going to get into, because the the usual approach that I'm going to describe now oftentimes leads to frustration and to and to stagnation or, or a sense of stagnation, I should say. Uh, as a player it also leads to actual stagnation so it's actual and perceived stagnation as a player by not having a clear roadmap or having a clear picture of the puzzle that you're trying to build and so the usual approach involves chasing shots and strategies Uh, most more often than not players spend their time chasing shots uh, and sometimes they'll chase strategies as well and what i mean by that is They basically, as players, what we do is we look for a solution. We say, "Okay, uh, I need this particular shot." Call it a third shot. Call it a roll volley. Call it a topspin forehand. Whatever it is. And what happens is we end up chasing those down shots. If you watch, um, if you watch many uh, YouTube videos, YouTube videos are designed around what shots and strategies, right? They'll give you like, "Okay, in this situation, use this strategy," or Um, You know, learn this one shot. This is the shot you need. These are three tips you need, which are shots or strategies. And what happens is when you follow that approach, you end up potentially frustrated and wandering around lost. So you're like like just lost out at sea. You don't know which direction to paddle in uh, to get to land. Uh, And so that leads to a lot of frustration. And as I mentioned before, stagnation as well, both real and perceived. Because here's the thing about chasing shots and strategies. If per chance, this will happen sometimes, the shot or strategy is what you actually do need at this moment in time, and it's also going to give you the biggest bang for your buck, kudos, right? Awesome, you, you hit the lottery, right? You, you found that shot or strategy that happened to be the thing that you need right then and there, amazing. More often than not, what we find is that the shots and strategies that players are pursuing that by chasing the strategy or the shot is not what they need. And in fact, oftentimes, and I'll get into this more in the riff, ends up uh, ends up with the player going backwards, ends up with the, the player's progress actually being retarded by the addition of this shot or strategy that is simply not appropriate or not necessary or incorrect or incomplete, And there's all sorts of reasons why chasing shots and strategies, it leads to frustration and a sense of being lost out there. Uh, But I can tell you this for sure, that although from time to time you may land upon something, this approach of of chasing shots and strategies, it's a very incomplete, uh, inaccurate approach to to improving as a big ball player, if that's your objective as a player. Uh, And what it lacks is it lacks a unifying theory of the game. Right? It lacks a, a a framework, which is what we're going to talk about in more in a second, that guides the decisions that you're making regarding the shots and strategies that you are, in fact, want to have in your game, the ones that you should actually pursue, that you should actually work on. If you don't have a unifying theory of how you're playing pickable, how you're approaching the game, you end up just kind of, think about it, you're just some scattered about, it. it's a shotgun approach. I'll take a little bit of this, I'll take a little bit of that, and then you know, at the end of the day, you don't end up with either, you know, if you think about it, let's think of a cooking analogy slash metaphor. Uh, you know, you, you don't end up with, you don't have a casserole. You don't have a, a main dish. You don't have a side dish. You don't have a baked good. You have, I don't know, just a glob of something, right? You mixed flour with carrots, with, you know, with uh, with a, a, a rump roast and you poured some gravy over it and then you threw some, some nuts in there and, you know, just a mess. You know, you need a unifying theory for anything that you do in life. Pickleball is no different. And the FOSS approach is a good way to have a unifying theory. And what happens is if you if you don't have this unifying theory, you end up down a bunch of side trails. And I'm gonna tell you this pickleball is full of side trails for you to follow. It's just again, you know, this is what you need, that's what you need. And what you end up is, you know, you have one YouTube video or a tip from a friend, right? After another. And it's just you just end up Again, wandering. You're just wandering around the desert or uh, lost at sea with, you know, with a, without a directional map of where to go. And that can lead to frustration as a player because you, you're not seeing uh, progress, forward progress in your game. And again, oftentimes you end up with stagnation and sometimes you end up going backwards. You end up with you know, retardation of your progress. You end up actually going backwards with your progress. Now, the FOSS approach starts from the concept of framework. And you can think of framework as being the puzzle box cover. It's the picture. It's the unifying theory of the game, if you will, or the picture, if you want to look at it that way, that you then build your game around. It's how you start to understand how the shots and strategies pe- work together, how they interlock in a game that's a beautiful game that can be played amazingly. And, and I, I don't care where you are in the game right now. It does not matter whether you started yesterday or you've been playing for 10 years and have been stuck for the last few. Uh, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, whether you came from a tennis or sports background. Does not, none of that matters. Once you see the puzzle box cover, you are able to then determine the shots and strategies that will most make sense, given even your skill set, age, you know, uh, uh, athletic ability, all of those things. Right? You can find a, a solution to pickleball that works for you once you understand the puzzle box cover, which is the framework of pickleball. And the FOSS approach, the acronym stands for Framework, Objectives, Strategies, and Shots. And basically the way it works is like this. Framework is the puzzle box cover, right? That gives us a picture, the big picture of what we're trying to do. That's the unifying theory of the game that we're, that we're playing according to. From that, we gain our objectives. Objectives are smaller bite-sized pieces of the framework, right? So they basically tell us, That when we're on the return side, here's what we're trying to accomplish. When we're on the serve side, here's what we're trying to accomplish. When we're in this situation, here's what we're trying to accomplish. What our objectives are. From our objectives flow strategies. So I'm going to implement this strategy to accomplish my objective. Get me closer to my objective. And then shots... Are the, are, the, are the smaller pieces, right? Those are the things we actually do, right? Strategy is a bigger concept, right? We, we're, try, we're doing a thing to accomplish an objective. And then the shot is the actual impact of the paddle to the ball to accomplish the strategy, flow to objectives within the framework of the game. But it all begins with framework. It all begins with the puzzle box, Without the puzzle box, you just end up again just out there chasing shots, chasing strategies, without understanding how they work together. And the Foss approach that CJ and I have developed is, from our our perspective, the best methodology available to put all the pieces together as a pickleball player uh, and to uh, and to and to see the game differently than you have before. To see the big picture, to see the puzzle box cover. It is a an amazing experience once you start seeing how the puzzle box, how the puzzle's is put together because you're seeing the puzzle box cover through understanding the FOSS approach. And the, the, the question I would ask you is, if you're intent on improving, and I'm going to repeat this in the riff, I don't mean any criticism of any player who listens to this podcast. I am not trying to suggest to everybody here that you need to push yourself in this game or you need to grow as a pickleball player. That is entirely up to you. You know, it is dependent on... What your relationship with the game is, and what you want it to be, it is. There's nothing wrong with going out there and batting the ball around, or you know, deciding I'm good at this point in my in my pickleball journey. That's perfectly fine. And in fact, I don't uh, ever uh, criticize players who who that's what they want. And I I will, you know, I'll play with them. I'll join them, and it's all fine, right? It's all pickleball, and you can enjoy it however you want. However, if you are intent on improving, if One of the things that you would like to do as a pickleball player is, you know what, I would like to get better, I would like to understand the game better. Then the question I have for you is, what is your puzzle box cover? What's your approach to solving the puzzle, right? Are you going to just chase YouTube videos and, you know, tips from friends of yours at the court and let, nothing against pers- you know, local instructors. There are many good local instructors, but there are also many local instructors who don't understand FOSS or don't teach it one or the other. Um, and so they, you know, you'll just end up with shots and things like that. If you want a unifying theory of the game, why, what are you doing to accomplish that? You can, uh, you can get it yourself. If you spend, you know, like we spent years studying the game, you can do that as well. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. I'll tell you what our answer is for the FOSS approach for the puzzle box cover to determine you know, the best way to, to understand the whole game, get a big picture, is the FOSS approach that we use inside the pickleball system. And if you join us for the September miniseries, you'll learn a lot more about not just the pickleball system because we're going to take you to a, to a tour of it, but you'll also learn how we apply the FOSS approach to why you're losing more games than you should. And we're going to give you uh, the answer to that question during the miniseries. We're going to walk you through the steps to correct that flaw in your game so that you can lose less. And if you lose less, by definition, you'll win more. Uh, and we use the false approach in the miniseries. So I highly recommend you join us for that. Um, all right. Uh, and as I mentioned, I'll put that in the show notes. All right. Let's talk about uh, the, my r- the riff this week is about... Um, You know, the local pickleball scene. And as I mentioned earlier, I intend no criticism of any player here. But what's frustrating for me as a pickleball instructor, as a pickleball educator, if you will, is I know know, I've been around the game here locally for going on uh, eight years now. And I have known through that time, I've known many players in my area. And there are many players who I know who are intent on improvement. I know that because I've spoken with them. I know that because I know that they, uh, they, uh, they take lessons, they drill, they work on their game. I can see the frustration in their faces when they play and, and, and have not made forward progress. And my frustration as an instructor, as an educator is knowing that there is a methodology that would allow these players to break out of the endless slump or endless you know treadmill that they're on not advancing in their games and oftentimes going backward in their games and you know adding parts pieces right shots or strategies to their games that are either incomplete not applicable you know not the right time etc and i see these players stagnate and sometimes put their games in reverse, and it's unfortunate to me. Uh, and it, what frustrates me as an educator is no, again knowing there's a, there's a better way to do this, which is the FOSS approach. Um, I will continue to do my best to reach these players and to uh, help them understand that they're just they're, there's nothing wrong with them. There's they're not there's nothing inherently wrong with those players. I can't say they're not doing anything wrong because. You know, they're following up. Uh, it's what it, I think Einstein's credited with saying that, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting a different result probably doesn't make sense. He said it a little differently, but that's the gist of it. But the, you know, so, but there's, so they are doing something incorrect. That doesn't make them bad people or make them, you know, worse human beings or anything like that. But I will continue to do my best to uh, show them that there is a better way. Uh, and hopefully this podcast has helped you see that if you're feeling stuck in the game, if you're feeling frustrated with your pickleball development, that there is a way out. And that way out is through understanding the picture of pickleball, understanding that pickleball has a design to it. There's a beautiful um, puzzle that is the created by the rules, and the court that we play on. When you put all those pieces, all those parts together, all those components together, you have have this beautiful puzzle. And then once you understand the puzzle, you're able to then start building the pieces and you start seeing the puzzle put together. And it's just, it's very rewarding and very satisfying to have that view of pickleball. And I hope to be able to share it with you at some point during your pickleball career, um, if you so choose to do it. Um, So anyway so that's the podcast this week it was a little bit heavy i know but you know i think it's it's a very valuable way of looking at the game and a very helpful way of improving your relationship with pickleball which at the end of the day is what what this is all about it's you know it's not life or death out there but it is a feeling of satisfaction of knowing that you are growing in your knowledge of this uh, beautiful beautiful sport um Remember always, as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, this one, uh, rate and review it. Uh, It helps us out on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to it. And as always, share the podcast with your friends. Remember, if you enjoyed the podcast, they probably will too. I hope to see you at the miniseries starting this Saturday. It also continues on Tuesday and Thursday, but it's a three-part miniseries, and each one builds on the last one, so you don't want to skip the first two and just jump into the third one because you'll be missing a lot of the story. So, hopefully, I'll see, uh, if not all of you, uh, many of you at the mini series. Otherwise, have a great week, and I'll see you next time.